Welcome to the Mojo Mecca. We are a media, wellness and artistry hub that from its inception into this present moment has always been a shared space for candid storytelling, deep wisdom and inspiration for living a life rich in ritual, creativity, heart-centeredness, purposeful pursuits and a whole lot of mojo. Beyond this podcast portal, we have created a radical new social app and supportive online community. If you're down to drop into an online space full to the brim with authenticity, artistic evolution, powerful resources and kindred hearts from all around the world, it's social media made magic again. We also meet each Sunday via Zoom to dance, meditate, make art and commune with one another. We're so grateful for the continued support of Mojo Mecca and all that we offer. And so take a nice deep breath. Come right into this present moment and receive all that you need to from this conversation. Welcome back to to the podcast I took a little hiatus for the month of April um, as I'm sure uh, quite a few of you who are listening to this would know we've just been in a big transition period from the old app into a new platform Um, I have shared a little bit about this before but just a kind of condensed version is Um, I was paying quite a lot to these other developers for this platform and then, you know, had to kind of, I think I just felt a a kind of pressure to charge for it or there was kind of an underlying pressure there because I had quite high repayments each month to pay and it was just kind of, I think, energetically perhaps even stifling the essence and intention of of the platform and what I really wanted to, to cultivate there, which which was something that's a lot more, you know, accessible and and kind of, yeah, just a lot more, mm, just a free and open space, you know, to, to commune and connect and to have, you know, any monetary contributions feel more of um, a, a natural, you know, way of supporting and wanting to contribute to the makings of the space. So, yeah, I, I ended up having to just let that contract go with them. And I found another platform where the price point so much more accessible and doable for me. So I'm able to make everything donation based from now onwards. But the whole space, um, this new platform is completely free. Donations are of your own accord if you resonate with our weekly sessions. So yeah, you can still access it via mojomecha.app. You will need to make a new account if you had an account in the old app because we're actually deleting the old app. Um, Could even be deleted by the time you're listening to this in the next few days. So yeah, it's a whole fresh new space. I've moved um, basically all of the people who were monthly subscribers content over to the new space as much as I could. Um, so a lot of the new groups, um, in the new space are quite full of poems and rituals and stories and art. So yeah, I just really wanted to, and, and resources too, obviously, and links and music and podcasts. And so, yeah, it's already kind of got a lot of the essence of the old space and what we created and shared in there, um, in this new platform. So feel free to check it out. It's not yet live as an app to download. Um, Almost probably within the next week, it'll be live and just stay tuned for that. Um, But at this point, you can still log in via your computer, mojomecha.app or via Safari on your phone. And you can still post from the Safari view. So yeah, check it out and make an account and dive into some of the groups and circles that we have in there. It's a, it's a cool space. I'm really happy with, you know, the way that I've styled and designed it too and the template of it. So let me know what you think and 
We have workshops this month. We have a poetry circle this Sunday. And then next Sunday, we've got a beautiful ritual with the plant nettle. Um, that's the common kind of theme and intention and vibe of this month is nourishment and the plant is nettle um, that we're going to be kind of, you know, just in a subtle way learning about or if you have nettle, be drinking it um, and connecting with its essence and, you know, what it teaches. And we're going to be sharing a lot more of that through the app through creative prompts and rituals and just more information about the plant and the energetics of nourishment and how you can perhaps just deepen that nourishment um, and your relationship to nourishment in, in, in your own being and how can you, you know, nourish yourself on a deeper level. So anyways, that's my little intro spiel for the moment. Um, in this conversation, I'm communing with a beautiful sister who I haven't seen for a few years, but she's someone who very dear to me and she is just a constant you know stream of inspiration in what she does and what she creates uh, her name is Sophie Sophie Haber she is a creative of so many forms including but not limited to photography modeling mentoring writing poetry art food permaculture women's wellness menstrual awareness and rites of passage I'm sure there's more. Uh, and we speak a lot about her beautiful four-week course called Seed of Remembrance and how she's woven so much of this wisdom and artistry into it. So Seed of Remembrance uh, encompasses key insights into each phase of our menstrual cycle, including resources, rituals, recipes, sacred storytelling, intuitive writing prompts, and yeah, just, just so much beautiful, um, just tips and, and guidance on how we can move back into the seat of our inner wise one and, and remember that place within us, which is, yeah, just so much of what we all need right now in, in the craziness that's going on externally. So yeah, within the course too, she's also um, collaborated and woven with a lot of other of her mentors and friends and teachers. So there's insights and lessons and recipes and rituals from, I think she said around 16 to 20 other, other women too. So you receive so much incredible insights. So um, a lot of our conversation is centered around that because I'm going to be joining her next course, which begins on June 10th. And we also have a code for everyone listening to this and for Mojameka community, which is Chloe 15. So you can use Chloe 15 at the checkout for Seed of Remembrance. Um, I'll leave all the links below and that information if you want to check it out. But I'll just let you dive into this conversation and receive from Sophie all of her incredible wisdom. And she shares some cool little creative rituals too at the end. So I hope that you enjoy. I'm from California originally. I sort of, um, I grew up in Los Angeles. And then when I was about 10, moved to Santa Barbara, which is just a little bit north of I would say Los Angeles, um, born to two creatives. Uh, my dad is a freelance photographer. So he's been sort of in the fashion and I guess campaign advertising industry for, yeah, his whole sort of career. Um, and then my mom is, uh, she, was a, she was a model uh, growing up and then she sort of pivoted and became a, um, a designer so she designed children's clothing and had a store in Los Angeles and then uh, yeah totally did a 360 and um, kind of went into to, uh, interior design and then um, yeah moved on to my parents separated and then they moved uh, my mom moved up to Ojai and started uh, working with the land and sort of had a whole different relationship with that and that sort of became her second spring, essentially, to her life. Um, and yeah, it's interesting for me. I grew up 
um, I guess a very privileged, uh, you know, upbringing between nature and the mountains and the ocean was so close uh, compared to living in the city in Los Angeles. And I would say, you know, for me, yeah, and actually I'm just really sort of diving into it, but really learning how, you know, you are really shaped in the atmosphere that you grow up in. And that really sets you up um, habitually for who you are <laughs> when you're an adult. So I'm, I'm sort of looking that straight in the eye at the moment of um, where I've come from and, and definitely how that has um, sort of uh, morphed me into um, on the beautiful side of it as well as the, um, oh, that's a bit, you know, all right, we'll work on that one. So really just learning um, more and more about myself, the more I actually look back down my line and my lineage. And um, so with that, I really, you know, I was sort of like, all right, I can go down the um, photography side and I can do that. Um, and I was actually, I was going to go to the London School of Arts um, in London or Parsons in New York. Those were like my like, okay, if I get in there, I'll, I'll do the school. Um, and then, or I was sort of like, well, I, um, I was approached with the whole modeling thing. And so I was like, all right, my mom did that. You know, I'll, I'll see how that kind of fits on and try that on. And um, so yeah, I guess it was after high school or it was sort of my senior year of high school and I, um, yeah, I took a trip to New York and I said, if I get into this one agency, this one modeling agency, I will, um, I'll do that and I won't go to college. And so I essentially went and um, I got scouted uh, for, I think it was, yeah, it was like Victoria's Secret. They were like, come in and do this, like, uh, you know, this, come in and we wanna, you know, we wanna do a little shoot, a test shoot. And so I went in and then that later that afternoon, I had, um, I had a, uh, an interview with uh, IMG. And so I thought, you know, one of my best friends growing up what is signed with IMG. So I thought, all right, I want, I want that one. I want, yeah, no, I really wanna do that one. And if I get in, I'll do it. And so um, long story short, I signed with IMG and, that was sort of my turning point of, um, I'm not gonna do photography. <laughs> I'm gonna give it my all and do modeling, although I'm not gonna give it my all. <laughs> and so I, yeah, I moved to New York and simultaneously around that time, I met my partner, Elliot, and fell very head over heels deeply in love as you rightly do when, yeah, you meet someone. And so that sort of, um, yeah, that shook my that shook my life at that time and I had this very Sagittarian spirit of like I'm gonna commit to this but then I'm also gonna dream about traveling here and going here and traveling to this other place and learning this and so I um, always had one foot in one foot out with specifically that industry and to be honest that's not how it works and I actually have been processing a lot of um just a lot of guilt around the way I sort of handled that territory at the time that I did. But actually where a lot of my work that I do today has um, sort of came from that moment, came from that moment of, um, you know, actually going in a different direction to what I was brought up knowing. And also what I kind of had to discover for myself was okay to be different. Um, so, yeah, all in all that sort of, um, you know, coming from, so turns, long story short, I left the agency, I sort of told everyone, I'll be back in a couple weeks, um, I'm gonna go, you know, I'm gonna go do this road trip with my boyfriend, I'll be back, and my partner and I did this road trip up to Canada, and then um, I got back home, and, and then I thought, all right, I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna go do this one job, and then I'll be right back, and so again, it was this um 
yeah, it was this really big turning point. And at the time, my partner was, uh, his family was looking for a place to move out of the country. They wanted to find some land and um, make that big move. And my partner was like, well, do you want to come visit Australia? Do you want to come, you know, we can travel there, we can buy our tickets and go and, and you know, see this land. And I thought, well, yeah, sign me up, let's go. So I sort of, um, yeah, I dropped, I dropped everything. I dropped everything. I kind of didn't even tell anybody that I was leaving. I just said, um, I'm going to go on another trip and I'll be back. Um, and so I left and, um, and then uh, I guess, you know, hey, I'm here seven years later and I, I did the big move and here I am. <laughs> so I guess that was a big, quite a big uh, loop-de-loop, but I, yeah, you know, looking back at my upbringing, I definitely was brought up in a very creative family. And so that drive and that passion to create has been one of the biggest, I guess, pulses within me and has led me to, yeah, the work that I, I aspire to do today. Mm. How is that transition coming to Australia and experiencing that yeah, I guess it's a whole new landscape and then, you know, um, socially too and, and everything. And I guess you guys just dropped straight into that land being there, right? So it was kind of a part of the, the movement to just ground in that area because you landed in such a, you know, one of the most beautiful areas in the country too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, initially we came here and um, we didn't have the land quite yet. His parents were, um, it was still in the process because we were all foreigners. Um, in order to buy land, you have to build and it was this big sort of process. So it actually was nine months later that we finally sort of moved on to the property and we all lived in this one sort of really ratty cottage together and you know someone was sleeping on the like you know living room floor and it was really roots um and then yes we moved around a lot for the first I would say nine months and then um and then really was able to kind of um I guess you know settle in and we built um our little structure to kind of feel out where we wanted to essentially re really build um so yeah we kind of just uh you know it'll be six years now yeah I said seven so it's six years now that we really moved did the big move here <laughs> and yeah I'd really love to just kind of explore a little bit more about your yeah your creative journey in that way because obviously like you were saying it was it was kind of more around the modeling and the photography and you know we have a lot of pa parallels in that area it feels like we kind of I think, I don't know if you feel the same way, but a lot of it, you know, you, you kind of have that in your family too. But for me, it was more like from an experiential perspective, you know, once you're kind of in one aspect of that sort of creative zone, then I feel like for me, it was like doing a bit of modeling and then just naturally got really tech savvy with the other side of it, with the photography side of it and the editing side of it. And then it kind of is all just you know, you kind of just pick up all these little skills around that. And I, but I feel like, as we were saying before we started recording, it's like, it's all about that creative essence and just, you know, expressing itself in different ways, in different formats. And I can so relate to you in terms of like feeling almost like one foot in, one foot out sometimes with, even when you're really passionate about something. So say it is photography and you're doing that for a while. And then, you know, cause I've had phases of that, like, yep, I'm gonna really go with the photography. I'm gonna do photo sessions with people. And now it's like, I sold my camera a few months ago and I don't take photos at all right now. And now I'm doing like, I'm learning to be a DJ, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's like, but then there's that, like you said, there's that element of like guilt or shame around it that comes in because you think that, oh, I should just have one thing that I stick to that's my thing, but that might not be organic to you in, you know, in kind of your natural feeling of inspiration, you know, and that might dwindle in one area perhaps, and perhaps there is something else to that wants, you know, to be expressed through you. <laughs> um, so I'd love to kind of hear how you, you know, navigated that too and how that journey has been for you, I guess, 
sort of in coming to Australia too and how that's kind of evolved and and I guess we'll get to the seed of remembrance course and everything like that too but just kind of yeah even from a space of um you know I know you really love to write and write poetry and has that always been a constant for you too or like how did you evolve that journey mm, great question yeah <laughs> I have yeah well I'll touch on a few things but for the you know the first um you were saying this kind of um you know how creativity morphs and it kind of comes in and out at different stages of um, life and and with that and that's sort of the core of I guess you know again the seed of remembrance um, course and, and the workshops that I offer it's really around um, you know everything is cyclical and how there are seasons in your life where um, you're on and then you're off or you are um, you know you're dormant and creating and then you're also expressing and you're out in the world and I look at you know for my younger years, um, you know, from I guess that age of like sort of 14, 15 to really sort of my through my, you know, 20, 19, 20, I'd say, was really that time of, um, you know, modeling. And that was my, I guess, my role modeling was essentially that was my way of creative expression. And of course, I was very much, um, you know, I'd flip between photography and modeling. And that was my, um, again, yeah, that way of um, being creative. And again, creativity takes shape in any different ways it does, whether you're a, a poet, whether you're, you know, a grass cutter or a, um, a cat tamer, you know, whatever you are, that's, it's sort of this, like, this natural way of really expressing and that balance between you know, your true self and that true, um, the true, you know, your true self and then the societal, societal identity. And so essentially there's this splitting off, which I'm kind of in the midst of learning where your true self hasn't yet met or I guess caught up with, um, you know, truly what it is that it is you're sort of passionate about. Um, and with that, it's it's very cyclical again. So I look at that season of my life, which really relates to the maiden season of um, when you look at the seasons of a woman, there's, you know, the maiden mother, Maga and Crone. And so the maiden season is, you know, from birth to 25. And um, it's she who sort of germinates that sort of um, budding, you know, you have the, all these inspirations and you're jumping from one thing to the next and you're kind of one foot in, one foot out. You're the, you know, you're the like, look at me, it's all about me, it's all about me. Um, and truly that's the time of like your budding, you're really getting a taste and you're really filling your palate with all these um, extravagance of life and oftentimes during that time there's um, you know it isn't always beautiful there's a lot of um, there's a lot of teachings and a lot of um, but I would say that's the fertile ground that really holds the rest of the seasons to come for you um, and so with that you know the creative process is that ideas you know that when you relate the maiden phase to uh, the creative cycle it's the kind of germinating that kind of like uh you get all these aha moments these sparks of inspiration and so for me that was really um yeah that was sort of playing on these different characters of Sophie that you know the um trying one thing on taking it off trying another thing taking it off and that's really the essence of the maiden so I find when I'm in that phase of you know trying all these different things it's like wow some younger Sophie really wants to play and have fun and be expressive in the different ways that I'm curious about and again, you know, I find the fishing lure to creativity is curiosity. So curiosity is that, um, you know, what, is, what am I curious about? What's, what's that longing or what's calling me? And that's different daily. And for me, a big one was writing, you know, ever since I was quite young. Um, it started for me as a very therapeutic way of expressing my feelings and connecting with, um, you know, some pretty big you know, moments in my life, um, especially in my younger years, and it was my outlet for, I guess, talking with something bigger than me, um, you know, and sharing and 
uh, sort of like, oh, I met this boy and then, you know, I felt this really intense feeling and, you know, I wish for this and I really want this to happen. And then this girlfriend was so, you know, all these different things. And for me, it was like that sort of um, Julia Cameron moment of, you know, that sort of artist way of, uh, you know, writing all your thoughts down. And so I naturally had this desire to do so and to kind of put my thoughts and feelings onto paper um and you know and actually it really yeah the the writing actually lured me into um the seed of remembrance course so it was yeah it's interesting kind of coming back to that creative cycle <laughs> mm. yeah because i was just reflecting too on you know the last time that we saw each other, which well, it may not have been the last time, but I, I came to a circle of yours, which was a, a writing poetry circle. And, and it was just such a, yeah, it was such as, you know, a simple sort of um, concept in a way to just like be given, you know, I think we were given a few prompts and then just like given the space to, to express them. And I think you just have such a natural way of, of being that guide and that and that teacher. And I'd love to even, you know, speak to you about in that kind of formation of Seed of Remembrance. And because um, it's been a similar kind of process for me too of just realizing, you know, or I guess embodying a bit more of that sort of guide or teacher energy and and um and kind of yeah, just really honing in on what it is that you can offer. So I'd love to kind of even talk about like perhaps the first inception of the idea for the course and and you know like just talk me through I guess how you came to to formulate it and like what the key kind of perhaps even at the essence of it what is the key intention or the feeling behind it like what would you like the experience for for women to be and what has it been I guess um you know because you've already run quite a few cycles of it so far so um, just whatever you feel to share about that kind of initial stages to it of curating that and, and bringing it all together. So it's, yeah, a really special creation. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, it's a great, it's a, yeah, it's a great thing to think back on. Well, for me, my intention with the Seed of Remembrance is really uh, a journey of remembering, sort of uh, walking, walking people, specifically women, home to uh, their innate wisdom within. So sort of kind of invoking that sense of, um, oh, I remember, I remember I have those tools. Uh, I remember what it is to truly feel connected. Um, I remember that I can, um, I remember that I'm, I love and I'm drawn to this tool and that tomorrow I'm a different person and that I have cyclical feelings and that I'm not always the same. So it's kind of that in an, in an, in an essence, it's uh, connecting women back to feeling, connecting them back to their cycles, both within and without. And with that, that brings connection, connection to uh, the outside world and something that's beyond our perspective and also to our inner world. And how, you know, on a, on a micro basis, you have uh, so much going on internally and externally, there is a very similar pattern going on to the way that we are made up. Uh, and so following that, I would say roadmap, it really gives us a sense of, um, you know, how humans complicate things too much. I think, you know, wow, we are so we are so simple and yet um, we have so much to learn and so much to come back to. And again, the reason why I say remembrance is because um, it is already within us. There's nothing that there's nothing in this course that I have made up. Um, it's basically been my own remembering of um you know, I believe when one woman awakens, it awakens the others. And so, for instance, for me, using the metaphorical uh, name of a seed, I love, um, and for a while I was making these little seed pod earrings. And so then, you know, I guess it kind of clung to me. Yeah, it kind of clung to me, this idea of seeds and how they're so beautiful because they always, um, 
well, they don't always bloom, but a lot of them germinate and they become these like extravagant beings. And so, um, and also it's not like they're born and they have to think, well, how am I gonna grow? They just kind of grow. And so this idea is you just have to sort of remember the process of, all right, you know, if big feelings come, this is a big feeling and it's going to pass. Um, and also, you know, rites of passages, really honoring the way you were born into this world and, uh, and also how you birth things, whether that be creatively or physically with children. Uh, and so, yeah, it's kind of, that was my intention with it is to connect, um, you know, to the inner and outer resources. And really how it was conceived was through my morning pages, actually. I, um, one of my teachers, Janet Lucy, she's an incredible mentor and um, writing, uh, writing practitioner in Santa Barbara. She holds different workshops and um, women's circles and writing work, uh, specifically writing courses. And I took one of her courses and uh, she really inspired us to actually, I think it was, it was the heroine's journey. So it was really looking at the, um, you know, there's the hero's journey by Joseph Campbell and the heroine's journey, which is really around sort of the divine feminine, um, the way you kind of come back to yourself essentially, and you hear your calling and you're off on this journey. And so for me, it was really around, um, and in that we kind of had to birth a, our own eight week um, course that we were gonna offer through writing. And of course my brain goes, okay, well, I think I'm going back to Australia. So I'm just gonna create a workshop. And, um, and I was just writing one morning, um, doing my sort of, you know, my three pages. And, um, and I just had this, just, I guess it was a download or some sort of, um, my, my hand was just writing. And I thought of, um, yeah, I kind of wrote out ideally how I wanted it to be structured and that I'd love for it to be four weeks. And, um, and I thought, well, at first it was the workshop. So I wanted to offer a storytelling and a writing workshop to women in Ojai and in Australia. And so I began there, I began teaching um, a workshop every month on my mom's property in Ojai, which was so special um, being amongst, yeah, just the land up there and then came to Australia and did a few workshops here. And then it wasn't until I actually went back to, to um, California, conceived the course and sort of, I guess, again, look sort of um, looked at what I wrote and thought, um, all right, let's do this. And so I kind of, I, again, in that part where you have a calling and I had a really strong calling, I thought, well, what are my resources? Who are my allies? And how am I gonna get this birthed essentially? And so I reached out to a friend who at the time was helping um, another friend uh, digitally and technically with website design and that sort of thing. And I thought, well, how can I get this out really quickly in the world? because I know I'm a really quick birther. Um, the way I was born was like, I need to get into this world really quickly and fast and come on, let's do this. And so for me, whenever I have creative ideas, it's, um, it's gonna happen tomorrow or it's not gonna happen at all. <laughs> so it, um, it was a really quick process for me actually bringing the uh, course to the world, which I can just laugh at myself because I think, Sophie, slow down. You have all the time in the world. But um, yeah, two weeks later, it was online. And then I um, had my first online course, which ran for the month. Um, yeah, and it was, it was 35 women, which was so incredible, just kind of, yeah, women from all over the world, and it just, yeah, I guess that's where it really began, and so I had sort of like a little launch party in the States, and then one in Australia, and again, it was really about connecting women to their resources. Hmm. <laughs> and so that was, was that in 2019? When, when, did, when was the inception date, like when you first kind of, because I know that you've continued mm. to, to um, 
I guess, yeah, offer, you know, the monthly journey for women. And I'm sure it's, it's different every time too, right? Hey, the constellation of people that, that show up and yeah. How's that been for you kind of, you know, having it be a consistent offering or have you also over time kind of evolved it too, or has it shifted or, you know, how's it kind of been as you, I guess, sit with it more, right. Too within yourself and like what, you know, and I, for me too, with Mojo Mecca, like the more you kind of do those live sessions and workshops, it's almost like the people who are showing up for them inform the next steps because you're just listening to them. You're like, oh, cool. You, you actually really resonate with this. And so, okay, cool. Like I'm going to expand the offering more in this direction. And it's kind of, it's always that process, right? Like of, of kind of not even for me, it's more like listening to the intuition of the wider community that supports it. Um, I mean, obviously alongside my own too, but it feels like even more so, you know, being like, okay, cool. I, how can I continue to expand in a way that's actually needed, you know, for these people who actually really um, are resonating and just focusing, mm -hmm. yeah, on that. So I'd love to hear, yeah, how, how it's kind of evolved too through, through interactions and through the community that's kind of formed around it. <laughs> Totally, totally. Yeah, really great question. Well, actually, ironically, it started from a calling, actually from a woman, you know, there was various ways that it sort of began the process. There was a woman from Scotland who reached out on Instagram and said, you know, I'd love to attend a workshop, um, but also was wondering who you studied with and, you know, how can I learn? And then that got me thinking like, oh my God, I, I should do something online and it'd be so incredible. Then I can then I can travel to Scotland myself just through being online and and really started this sort of train of thought and so for me it was around um yeah it was interesting actually I a big a big part of my life has been traveling and seeing the world in various different places and so I thought every month I want to put this on so then I can feel like I've traveled and experienced this really sort of beautiful global connection and so I ran in 2019, I ran it, I started in August and then I ran it monthly for a whole year. Um, yeah, I ran it monthly for a whole year, which I'm like, oh my God, how did I do that? Um, during, I think it was Christmas. So it was like December. I didn't run it for December. So I took a break for a month, um, but had a really beautiful, it was just, yeah, it was kind of wild. It was this just, I guess, a consistent flow. Um, there was some smaller numbers, various times of the month. Um, and then again, sort of around that, you know, 20 to 30 women um, for that first year. And it, it's interesting you say that because for the first year, I was so, I was so passionate about it and very connected. And then I had this sort of fallow time of feeling like it really didn't resonate with me anymore. And I felt really disconnected from actually the work I was offering, um, which was really interesting because I felt, you know, oh, is this what I always do where I put something out into the world and then I'm on to the next thing. And actually I really came back to the heart of what really the course and the message was, was that everything is cyclical and that, you know, I kind of have to go back into my, you know, resource bag and think, well, hey, um, what was that that you're sharing to other women? So you got to practice that. <laughs> so I can't always be on. And then um, it wasn't until actually COVID sort of hit and um, I started actually creating more intimacy within the group and offered Zoom sort of one on, uh, not one on one, but um, throughout each week, uh, we had a big Zoom circle and sort of implemented a lot more of the, uh, what, sort of, what the feedback was, which was wanting more connection, um, wanting more intimacy, because again, having something online is so different than having something face to face. And so that was really a, uh, that was really a learning experience for me was to be able to then adapt to something online um, and actually create that sense of safety, that sense of connection and inspiration. And so um, initially from there, um, I've, I've kind of, with that, I kind of went into the next thing, which was offering a mentorship so that women can go deeper into sort of 
um, specifically their own um, their own life, their own cycle, their own sort of inner territory. And so from there, I kind of heard the calling of um, I'd like to go deeper within my own teachings and um, and studies. And so I've actually begun studying um, body psychotherapy. So I started my sort of psychotherapy degree this year um, so that I can just go that much deeper with um, the people who attend, uh, you know, the courses and the workshops and the mentorships. So kind of to get back into the body and the actual, the feeling aspects um, of that, because right now there is so much I can um, go that's that much deeper. And uh, so this year I have created a um, very cyclical course. So it's, um, I've kind of adapted and changed a little bit of the structure of the course. Um, so it'll be running quarterly opposed to monthly, which makes so much more sense. <laughs> um, so we've just had our first, our first course of this year, um, which was uh, back in, I think it was in, no, it wasn't in March. It was a month ago or two months ago. And then we'll have our second one, which will be in June. So yeah, going from there and then continuing my yeah, studies, which I'm starting to sort of apply little bits within the structure. So really sort of, I guess, working on myself primarily at the moment. Yeah, and that's so important too. I mean, yeah, I, I see a lot of parallels within us too, because um, I'm actually chipping away at a counselling degree online too. And I feel like the content from that, like just naturally, you know, will serve um, what I'm, you know, doing through Mojo Mecca and, you know, it all just kind of feeds one another. And I think just having that, yeah, just being in that space of learning within yourself and continuing to be that student, like, and, and um, expanding yourself um, is, yeah, it just really, it feeds it so much. Cause I think, especially for us as creative beings, it, like you say, sometimes you can, um, I don't know, yeah, even, even with your own creations, you can kind of get to that stagnant place and then you have to, you just listen, I guess, for the next step of, you know, how maybe that needs to shift a little bit or, you know, refining that intention again. And I've had multiple moments of that, um, you know, in the last year and even the last month. So that's like really <laughs> super present for me right now <laughs> um, within like the app and everything I've been doing, just like fully refining that and coming back to the essence like you were saying so I was like it was resonating so much <laughs> um yeah and I'd really love to even perhaps get a little bit more specific in terms of you know just what people could kind of expect if they're if they're wanting to dive into this next um cycle which I'm definitely going to be on which is exciting um yeah, so the one that starts in June, I'd just love to kind of, yeah, if you could kind of just provide a little bit of like an outline of how, how it goes down and, and, and yeah, what people can expect if they're going on this journey with us. <laughs> yes, definitely. I'm so excited as well. So it's so, it really excites me just meeting um, well knowing and then also meeting various other people and how they connect to each other and yeah, the journey of it. So um, when you sign up for the Seed of Remembrance course, you are entering into, I love to say, a portal. So it's a portal of all these different, um, I guess you're kind of entering my own inner world, which is um, very mixed with lots of different ideas and creative practices and resources. And so there's sort of a format where each week you dive into um, an inner and outer cycle. So specifically, we start off um, as the maiden. So you really dive into your own, either if you're in your maiden phase, you'll kind of be in the essence of that. Um, or if you're looking back at your maiden years, that'll be um, when you were born. So we specifically look at two rites of passages, which is how you were born, um, just sort of like delving into your birth story, if you know it, um, and if you do not. And then also your menarch, so learning um, around the time of your first bleed, what that was like for you, what was arising, because uh, again, those two um, rites of passages, those two thresholds sort of are the foundation for your um, becoming. 
Uh, so it's a really interesting uh, starting point. So we sort of begin there and we, we sort of look back before we go forward. And we sort of resemble that, um, again, that season of our lives to the season of spring. So the outer essence of spring, we sort of resemble, again, that sort of when the buds are coming out and that inner spring. Um, in our inner spring of our cycle, which is our follicular phase, we look at, again, um, specific foods that are really nutritious and delicious for um, that part of our cycle. And again, if you no longer have your cycle for any reason, or you're pregnant, or you're beyond menopause, um, it's a great sort of uh, essence to tune into the metaphorical season of your cycle. So looking at the creative cycle again, um, looking at, you know, the follicular phase in essence of that, you know, new ideas and sparks of inspiration. So that's kind of the first week we start off there. And there's um, different, uh, again, sort of storytelling. So there's specifically a storytelling for that week, which um, you'll dive into and some sort of self inquiry and a meditation as well. Um, and then, you know, the second week you go on to uh, that essence of the mother. So who you are as a mother, physically or metaphorically, and how that relates to your ovulation and that sort of blooming of, um, you know, that full summer, that peak energy. Uh, and then also uh, internally, we look at that rites of passage, which is um, your birth altar. So we look at the way you birth things, whether again, that be children or metaphorical ideas and, and um, create, you know, creations. And so, you know, that heralds you into um, that descent, which is where we are at currently in the cycle here in Australia in the Southern hemisphere. We look at our inner autumn. We look at that, you know, the Maga, which is she who goes through her second spring, which is menopause and that rites of passage. And um, it's also the luteal phase of your cycle, which is very much the taking inventory and the reflection. And, um, and then we finish with the descent of winter. So that kind of that hibernation, again, the dream time, the blood time, the time of, um, spirit coming and going and you know the rites of passage of death which is um, a really big one so we kind of uh, go through that is the structure of the course and then amongst it is it a beautiful resource full of some incredible teachers that I really really uh, have just so much immense gratitude for over my years which um, there's about 16 of them. So everyone from a gluten-free sourdough teacher who just shares so much incredible wisdom on creating your own mother, um, how to tend to your own mother, your sourdough mother, and then different recipes um, on that. There's um, some incredible, you know, uh, herbal compress massage specifically for each phase of your cycle. Um, you know, for each season that you're in. Um, so all these different incredible resources, which I, there's sort of like a inventory at the bottom of the main page that you can click on their profile and then um, digest their wisdom um, throughout the whole journey. So it's kind of a, a loaded course, but uh, it's really, yeah, my intention to you know, just again, awaken or inspire someone to know that there are so many different resources and that um, it's so beautiful to be diverse and different and to like different things and um, that you are always changing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you're getting me so excited to dive into it. <laughs> it feels like I, you know, at so many points in our life, perhaps, I don't know, not that you like drift away from that sort of cyclical living because it's always innately there but I feel like I'm just going to speak from my own perspective you know I've kind of been in a phase the last few months where I've kind of you know the everyday stress and the other stuff has been playing in and I think it's just or it's always so important to like give yourself that opportunity again to reconnect to it even if you know you have 
you know, some of that wisdom already, you know, it's like, you can't be reminded enough of that, right? Like it's always going to be such vital information for us as women and, you know, those who identify with being a woman and um, yeah, so it all sounds so juicy and nourishing and I'm really excited and and I just love that your price point is like so accessible too because um obviously we know you know there are so many offerings out there and you know that's kind of at some points been a bit of a deterrent for me and you know wanting to engage with certain stuff and just being like well like I can't I can't go there right now like it's not you know I, it's not feasible for me so I really love that you make the price point like so accessible and I think that kind of speaks to why it has been so popular too and, and you know people are able to to kind of gift themselves that and and uh yeah I was thinking as as we were speaking too I'd really love to alongside me doing it like perhaps even like gift someone the course like maybe who's within Mojo Mecca community so I have to dream up something like that but I'd love to like I don't know I just feel like it's such a this sort of thing is a perfect gift, you know, right? Like for, to give a sister or a friend or something, you know, to kind of, to give them that space to connect to themselves. And um, yeah, I'd love to even uh, kind of hear from you, you know, maybe even some specific feedback that you've received from women who've gone through the course or um, yeah, reflections that they've come back to you with or anything that you feel to share on that, how you've seen it impact like the people, the women that are, you know, a part of your sort of community now. Yes, my favorite feedback is always, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I've had so many course babies come through where, you know, it was like, there's a there was a part I think it was during COVID I had your you know you'd come up with your passion project which was um you would kind of present something that you've created or conceived during the course and <laughs> there was a, a handful of times where certain women would say you know I've been really trying to conceive and and um and that's you know that's a really really loaded topic but uh there was a few different times where certain women were like I'm pregnant, um, which was really special to um, hear that specifically. And then also just, you know, just hearing the feedback of um, how did I not know this already? That was always a really big one is um, why wasn't I ever taught this? Or, you know, it's so simple and it's kind of like I've, I've already walked through it or learned it or all of that, but it was just that much more, uh, remembered I would say specifically around how you know you are different from week to week and um, you know I've had certain women with lots of um, insight around the way they were born and how they habitually act in the world which is another really big one um, there's been some really beautiful incidences where certain women signed up for the course and they had, there was two women in actually, I think it was Greece, where they had lived on the same street but didn't know each other. And so they had met on the course and then sort of kindled this uh, beautiful connection throughout the journey. And again, that for me is, is like a just that's not random. That's, um, you know, that's the beauty of connection. And I find that, you know, here we are through Zoom, which is just, I've had my grandmother's birthday. I've had so many Zoom calls throughout this, you know, wild couple, you know, wild year. But um, the beauty of just being able to hear from, you know, certain women that they can feel connection even through a screen, which um, goes to say, um, that we are just, you know, I, I think craving that intimacy in, in places that we may not look, look at, I would say, um, I would say I never looked at, um, ever attending an online course myself or creating one, but rather hearing how beautiful connection actually can be sort of bred through an online platform is really, um, hopeful as well just kind of you can be at far corners around the earth and still feel like you can connect with someone and relate with someone on the opposite side of the globe which I feel I'm so grateful for modern technology because of that 
so that has been a really massive one for me is just hearing the feedback on um, connection and um, really being able to relate with someone on a deep level or you know hear your uh, insight and your story come out of someone else's mouth is is pretty uh, pretty dang powerful. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I so I so second that, and I yeah, I too am just so grateful for these platforms that you know give us the opportunity to to connect, like you say, just like from so many different corners of the world, and yet just meet in that kind of kindred spirit, you know, and it it does it blows you away, right? Like who ends up showing up, and and how yeah, kindred is the word, like how kindred they feel to you. And it's like, oh yeah, I know you. And, you know, I'm so excited to meet you in the flesh one day soon, you know, obviously when we can. And, um, you know, just to kind of, yeah, just to feel that connection, um, especially in these times. And I know it's been, you know, a movement that um, has been continuing to grow, just kind of, you know, people creating sort of online communities and spaces where people can connect online. And I think there's never really going to be enough of that you know and like it's just I guess you know finding which which communities really resonate with you or which things to engage with and you know being discerning and and trusting your intuition and you know where to kind of yeah where to engage online and and I see you just really honing in on you know that kind of you seem to have a very balanced way of engaging with those online spaces too and and your offerings especially with this course too it's it is even though, you know, you said you had a little bit of reservations to the online course thing. And I too have kind of, you know, not never really, only recently have I really invested in one online course. But before that point, I was like, oh, like, I'm, I'm not sure if that's really my thing. Um, and uh, yet, yeah, just to kind of through your own creative process and creating it, you kind of do actually touch like the power of it. And you're like, oh, wow, like it actually is so good <laughs> even like I was saying to you on the message I just kind of had this vision too when you reached out to me of um like through our um community platform app um I'd love to even you know if there's a few people who are doing it um who are in that community it would be beautiful to kind of do a, a group journey or something or even just have a little like space or a hashtag um that we could all share our kind of insights or findings around that within there so I'm just excited to to share it with you know the people who connect with Mojo Mecca and and I just know that it's going to to resonate so much and um yeah I'm excited <laughs> so just you know any ways that I can I can support you know what it is that you're doing because yeah it's so it's so resonant and it's it's so needed and I I just yeah I love the way that that you create and that you weave <laughs> all these things together and how you just really live it and embody it and like it just yeah it just is who who you are and just like is, is a very you know a natural way you know and you just kind of give from the overflow right and um yeah so I'm just really inspired by you <laughs> yeah I really, really appreciate that. And I just, I find it just so beautifully, even connecting with someone who, you know, you, you have such a beautiful circle in your own ways and um, your own offerings and, and various different platforms. And so I find that, you know, it's just so beautiful being able to speak with someone who is so open to share someone else's gifts. And so that's what I really, I really resonate with is again, you know, when one woman, has a gift and another one shares that it just continuously sort of feeds that well of um of learning of connection of experience and um yeah and so I really I really thank you and and appreciate that and um and look forward to doing the journey with you it's um it'll be an honor to experience experience that um with you and and to yeah just keep learning more and applying um and witnessing you bloom as well <laughs> so thank you i'd love to yeah perhaps even to kind of as we come to the close um yeah like i was saying you do you do so much um you know within your writing ritual and your poetry ritual i'd love to even like 
it could be a bit more from general perspective, but for people who are listening, perhaps who would like to deepen in their creative journey or even just, you know, deepen generally in their relationship to themselves or carving out more of that time and space kind of, you know, perhaps offering any, um, maybe a small ritual that they could do, or even just a bit more general advice, whatever's coming to your mind right now, but perhaps as something as you do within your course too, something that people can take away from, from listening to this conversation and maybe even do right now, if they have a journal <laughs> nearby or, um, you know, when they get home, wherever they're listening to this, you know, just to, to carve out that time, you know, either, you know, morning ritual a night ritual, what are some, you know, ways that have kind of really worked for you to kind of weave in that time for creativity through your, through your daily life? Mm, mm, I love that. Well, various different practices come to mind for me at the moment, but um, one beautiful sort of exercise that I do really love to do lately has been, um, again, uh, let's see, which one there is called the holy trinity which is definitely not what i have created but a practice that i do really love and it's from um the book pussy which is um regina i forget her last name but she wrote that book and it's where you start with a gratitude so you start with what you're grateful for and then you go into what it is you brag about so one thing you brag about and you do this daily so could be again like I brag that I made the best um, chocolate cake or something really you know glamorous and then something you desire so um, again that can be an intention on what it is you desire for um, that day or that week or whatever it is and so you kind of sandwich yourself in this radiance and you sandwich yourself in this um, you know dedication to yourself so that's a really beautiful little practice, which isn't so much of the creative writing, but um, uh, I would say, you know, another creative tool I love to do is I'll, um, I'll find a book that I really love. And this is one, the book of Limp at the moment, my friend Lisa Gainsley, she just sent me this book. So I've yet to, you know, get into it, but you open up a book, um, to a random sentence so choose any book and open up to page 83 and um fine you know the third line down that says although different dot 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 and use that as a fishing lure so although different and then write as if you know anything that comes to mind and it's kind of like you just fish for that inner voice within you that has something to say from that little prompt so there's another fun one <laughs> I love that yeah I'd never thought of of using that as a yeah as a prompt just the turning to because I often do that sometimes with books it like you know one will flop out of the bookshelf or something and you're like okay cool and then you just you know use it as an oracle or something like what like what sentence do I need to read but yeah like incorporating it into into a piece of poetry or just a you know writing out whatever springs to mind from that I love that and the trinity too so yeah good rituals <laughs> well yeah I'm sure there's so many more obviously like that you offer through the course too and um and resources like you said too and I'm just, yeah, I'm so excited to dive into it. So um, for people who are interested in, in Seed of Remembrance and um, going in there, yeah, perhaps just sharing any specific, you know, details or, um, you know, obviously I'll share the link to the website too. And um, we also have a discount code. What yes. was it again? <laughs> I can't remember. Okay. Chloe 15 okay. um, yeah. Chloe 15 that um, I will uh, put on put yeah so you can use the code Chloe 15 to get 15% off if you are listening to this and joining wanting to join in um, you can apply that online at checkout and then you are in and we begin June 10th. So we go for four weeks starting June 10th. And that will be our second sort of big, um, well, we'll see, but second group of the year. 
And yeah, so at the moment, I am not doing anything in person. There's, you know, possibly something coming up soon, which will be really exciting to meet in person again. But um, for those of you who are scattered around the world, you can uh, join in online. So yeah, you can use the code for Chloe to get 15% off and then join in whenever you feel. I'm really excited. I think it's like I said, just such such vital work that you're doing. And I'm just so grateful that you're doing it and that you're, you know, you have all the the energy towards it. And you know, it just especially in this crazy world that just keeps getting crazier and crazier, like to to kind of come back to that essence of remembrance. And I love that it is a the the name is just so powerful <laughs> too, you know, and, and that word too has always been so resonant with me just like remembrance because like you said it's it's nothing new it's a returning to that it's a you know that innate knowingness that is there whether you're conscious of it or not and yeah it reminds me of a quote that I read recently that was kind of about that that sort of that concept or that idea or that that knowingness of you know that spirit that is that guides you you know that is that is within you whether you make it conscious or not but that it is always there you know and and we just kind of like if we're listening you know close enough then we can perhaps hear it a little bit you know stronger and 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 maybe walk down that path you know um in a more kind of yeah balanced way I don't know it's hard to articulate but I think you probably understand what I mean this kind of I think all of these things are, are really those sort of um signposts in a way or you know just like little whispers or hints it's like okay cool like this is the time to to really come back into that harmony and that balance within yourself because externally I'm sure it's just going to get crazier and crazier you know so we have to actually it feels like the perfect time it always is the perfect time but especially in this sort of you know the last year and what we've experienced it's like there is no other way around it like the only way to get to get through it is to really you know be vital within yourself and be in that kind of you know a healthy dynamic within yourself so that you can engage with the wider world in a healthier way too and um yeah yeah and I I just think like I said it's just such important important um yeah ways to integrate and, and wisdom to remember and yeah, so grateful that you're doing it. <laughs> well, I so appreciate those words and I really resonate so deeply with that. And, you know, and, and I feel the more that we show up for ourselves and, and betterfy our own internal foundation, the more that we can show up for the world that is so ever-changing. So it's, yeah, I think taking personal responsibility is the most incredible gift that you can gift yourself. So mm. it starts from each one of us and trickles outward so yeah yeah <laughs> thank you I really appreciated this conversation it was so rich in lots of insights from my own self and and also just being able to hear myself speak as well is such an honor so thank you it is so special isn't it when you kind of get that space where someone's present with you to kind of and then to just witness what what comes through because it's different depending on who's asking the question too you know especially within talking about your life and your journey and how you came to do things it's you always have a different lens on it depending how that person has asked the question or you know like well the prompts a little bit different so you kind of you know go in a different <laughs> tangent but yeah yeah I love the way that you articulate too so yeah thank you so much and and yeah for anyone listening just we so would love to, you know, encourage you to come on this on this course at the start of June. So it will be in a month from now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, wishing everyone a beautiful day. <laughs>